0: Look at us, we're already recording our podcast. We're so official. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Hi. Welcome to the podcast, my name is Cassie. I am the founder of The Full Routine, located in sunny Newport Beach, California. (laughs) We're a Pilates studio that focuses on traditional reformer classes that are a little bit more athletic, a little bit more contemporary, a little bit harder. And then we have our signature workout, which is called Mat Make It Hot. It is a combination of uh, an arms routine, a Pilates mat routine that's rooted in traditional mat exercises. And a full body sculpt routine with some Inca weights on all performed in a heated room driven by music and your body heat and it's super fun it's super cool and I have the name of the podcast and my studio as the full routine because I believe that everybody has their routine that they do during their day that is a series of non-negotiable stacks and habits that you perform, I perform, she performs in order to get a desired result whether it's the way you like to live your life or be efficient at packing for a trip or getting your skin to look a certain way. And I think it's really fascinating when you see all the intricacies of someone's routine that I thought it would be a really cool podcast to have and talk about some of my own routines and talk about the routines of people that I admire or inspire me. And one of them is my friend Tara Stevens. Tara, Welcome to the pod. <gasps> Thank you. But this is not the first pod that we've done together. We have a little pod history. We have a pod history. She was on a pod that I had uh, with Matt, one of the founders of Grit Cycle here in Costa Mesa. It was called Talking Grit. <laughs> You're <laughs> on, on that pod. Gritty it was. How gritty it was. Have you been on anybody else's pod? No, I only do your podcast. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> at one time, we at one point we're like we should have a pod together, but our schedules. I just think it would be hard. And really hard. Maybe we'll have. We can still have. We can have two pods. I'm all about the pod. We can have two I'm pods. Pods. So we're going to talk about Tara's morning routine, and we are recording this uh, from the studio. So if you're listening to this, it's also on YouTube. and I think on Spotify you can. I found it on Spotify, and you can see it right. I was in my car. Yeah, so you can actually see the video also. So I'm going to be like really funny because I just heard a little click and I'm just going to make sure that the thing is still recording and it is. So we're good to go. So Tara, can you tell us who you are, what you do and why you're here? Sure. Uh,
1: My name is Tara Stevens. I am the owner and founder of Tress Apothecary and Salon, also here in sunny Newport Beach, California. Um, I am a hairdresser of 23 years. And I've owned the salon in Lido Marina Village for almost eight. It'll be eight years in January. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's a long time. It flew. So I wanted Tara, besides just being like one of my most beautiful, articulate, smart friends, I wanted her to be on the pod because she, when would you say this new journey of yours started? How long ago? I know exactly
1: when it started. Tell us. Um, And so when we talk, I think, and I do this in real conversation too, it's like the old me and the new me. Mm -hmm. And it's very clearly defined. Um, In October of 2021, I had a child in crisis. My middle child was going through it, um, using drugs, illegal behavior, trouble with the law. And, We had a moment, a terrifying moment, finding him um, on substances, and I looked at my husband and I said, I'm not drinking anymore, for now. And it was always just, for now, now. I'm going to stop drinking. And I stopped drinking to have a really clear brain so I could make the best decisions for him. And what ended up happening Um, Oh my God, I could cry. Um, (laughs) My first guest that's going to cry on the show. (laughs) um, It actually snowballed into the greatest gift probably for my personal life. Um, There's so many gifts um, in my life, but for me personally, and the change that giving up alcohol started for me is just, is unbelievable. So that was in October of 2020 one, I stopped drinking alcohol. Um, Maybe by February of 2022, I started noticing things bubbling up um, and I was always the most capable, the most together um the one everyone else leaned on for support for help for everything um including my parents close friends my business everything i was the one that could handle anything mm-hmm. um but i suddenly noticed now that i wasn't numbing with alcohol and i wasn't an alcoholic some people will say oh are you in the program no um I drank like most people drink, you know, a glass of wine at dinner, maybe a bottle on the weekends. You know, if it was an event and it was like, you know, oh, we're going to party tonight, it would be more and it would be a binge situation, right? But I was not an alcoholic by any means, but what I realized around February is, oh, shit, there's some stuff here that is surfacing that I've never felt before and I started realizing Oh my god I think this is what a nervous breakdown might feel like Mm -hmm. Um, and so I sat with what do I do with all of this and um, in March of 22 I sat in a therapeutic setting with psilocybin plant medicine um, and that then like whoa whoa changed everything Um, and that journey has just continued. So, right after that plant medicine experience, it brought so much awareness. And I realized okay, I got all of this information and all of these downloads and healed all of this trauma that was stored in my body. And now what? What do I do? And I needed a way to process.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I came back from that experience. I mean, unbelievable things happened the very next morning i was so in tune and so aware that a third of the way through a cup of coffee which i fucking loved coffee loved coffee i'm a hairdresser we drink coffee all day long i was like oh my gosh my heart's racing oh my god i feel anxious And I looked at that cup of coffee and I looked at my husband and I said, I can't drink coffee anymore. And I've not had a cup of coffee since that morning. I didn't realize you haven't had coffee. I've not drank coffee. Wow. I drink matcha Yeah. and that is a whole different ride. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have the peaks and valleys and crashes that you get. And it gives me no anxiety. Mm -hmm. I literally have not experienced anxiety since that journey with psilocybin. Wow. So that was, you know, it was like all of this stuff, like huge things. So I knew I needed a routine. Yeah. I knew I needed a way to sit with myself, to we be need, with we need myself. To anchor down the reformer. She's
0: sitting. Oh, on. I can do that. Here, <laughs> so I gotta kind of change her springs let me, on the reformer. Add all the springs. Do add your springs like you're milking a cow. I milk. <laughs>
1: um, and so I started trying all the things. I mean, I literally came home from that experience. My husband a couple of times was like, do you work anymore? (laughs) Because I was going to work out in the morning and I was doing everything from yoga to Pilates to spin, um, working out like crazy. I was walking with friends. I was taking breathwork classes. I was taking meditation courses. Um, I was literally just filling as many days in the week as I could with as many practices as I could because I just felt like I got to keep this thing going. Mm-hmm. Like what, what just happened there was amazing and ridiculous, but I've got to make sure that I integrate all of the things
0: that I just saw. Wait, wait, one thing that you just say about that, and it's something that I experienced as well, after doing some uh, inner work to release anxiety, fear, that type of stuff, um, I think I told you I felt numb and what I realized in working with my teachers that it was it wasn't that I felt numb. It was I had the space inside of me that was absent of anxiety, depression, fear, worry, all of those things, yeah. Yeah. and all that stuff was gone. And I had the space that I now have to fill. Or exactly. I guess I've I never get thought of fill. it that way. And yeah. that is so. Yeah. Oh, that really resonates. So I yeah. get to, goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. I get to fill it. So I would go through this period, I have have and am still in the period of, in some respects, of trying to fill that space mm-hmm. with stuff. Mm-hmm. And my teacher cautiously warns me to be careful with that space and be um, respectful of it. And intentional. and intentional. Make sure you're filling it with things that are um, gonna keep you on the road that you want to be on. Cause it's very easy to, whether it's adopt a relationship or a new habit or something mm-hmm. that you could, we were so, bene- were so lucky that we were able to get rid of that stuff out of our mm-hmm. being. But we want to make sure we fill it with the right thing for sure. So that yes. kind of search of like all those little right. things that you were doing uh-huh. to keep it right. was yeah. also. Yeah. 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 Oh so. my gosh. I, yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. absence So
1: that stuff, Ooh. empty space, fill it. Empty space. Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing all the things. And one day I have a client in my chair that says, oh, have you heard about Chilin's new tea space? And I said, no, what is this? And so she told me um, about, I knew Chi Lin. Chi Lin is a local entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. amazing soul, um, a client of our salon. And she opened Village Tea Hut on Old Newport Boulevard, if you're in the area. Um, And this is a space for tea ceremony. And it's uh, an ancient practice that is Done in a specific lineage, um, and it was happening right here, mm-hmm. six days a week. And so I just—I was so open in that moment, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm going to sign up right now." And I signed up, and I went to tea, and I knew nothing about it. I didn't think I would know anyone there. Um, I went, and in one sit, I was like, "Oh, my mind is blown!" So. Tea ceremony is, um, we sit in silence and stillness for usually about six rounds of tea. The tea that we drink is really special, um, tea that is grown naturally in southern China and parts of Taiwan and the Yunnan province um, and these are trees that have grown, they're so ancient that their roots go miles into the earth and they give us access to minerals that we would not have access to any other way and to sit in that space is really (laughs) mind-blowing because we have Hogue Hospital across the street and ambulances and traffic and the busyness of modern life Mm -hmm. and yet this space is so serene and inclusive and connected and we sit in true silence and we get to be with ourselves. And it's really rare that people are comfortable sitting with themselves. And then the intimacy that it creates in the group of people you're sitting with, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I said, initially, I didn't really know anyone. Occasionally, I would see a familiar face just from around town, or maybe, you know, it was a friend of a friend. But um, I've developed some really deep, meaningful relationships there and so initially it would be one day a week for the first few times I went it was like oh I can go Monday mornings that fits in my schedule and with my medit and there were Mondays I was like sitting in tea running to a Pilates class then running to a meditation class and my husband was like you have a business you're over <laughs> really? here hey are you working <laughs> do you work anymore um and, and after several months, and then I found myself like, oh, I can, I can go on Friday, Fridays too. I don't do clients on Fridays, I'll go Fridays. And pretty soon I was sitting on Saturday or Sundays as well. And it sort of was snowballing. And one day she said to me, you know you can do this at home, right? And so, um, yeah, I now... That became part of your morning routine. The key component of my morning routine is sitting in tea, and I mostly now
0: sit at home. It's a so, let's talk about it. Let's so talk about it. We're going to talk about her morning routine. Um, and this, do you have the same morning routine Monday through Sunday, or does it vary? It varies. Okay. It varies. So we're going to hear about her morning routine. Tell us how does it go. Everything. <laughs> Tell us everything.
1: So I am still behind the chair. I do see clients Tuesday through Thursday, and so. My routine is different on work days because I have less time in the morning. Um, I do, my like I know other guests have talked about, and I know this to be true for you as well, that morning routine really does start with your nighttime routine. Mm -hmm. And my nighttime routine is very loose. It is different every night. It's not really a routine, with the exception of my ass is in bed at nine o'clock. I love to go to bed early. Every night when I get in bed, I tell my husband, oh, I love my bed. I love my, bed. Um, my bed is my favorite um, <laughs> and I am always asleep by 10 o'clock. Um, it's hard with teenagers. Sometimes someone's getting in late or someone's bringing their phone in for the night and I'll wake up briefly, but I always sleep seven hours, um, seven and a half at the most. My body naturally wakes up sooner than that. So. Most days I'm up by 6. Um, I grab my phone from my nightstand but I don't look at my phone. I bring it with me to the kitchen because I do play music during my tea ceremony and I, I play it through the Sonos on my phone so that's the only reason I have my phone. Um, I put my kettle on. I set up my tea space. Um, I fresh incense, I get out my tea bowl that I'm going to be sitting with, I choose my tea, um, and that's done very intuitively. Um, I really just sort of start sifting through my teas, and I used to be a wine collector, and now I'm a tea collector, <laughs> um, and I choose my tea, and I put it in my tea scoop, and I set up my space beautifully, and I bring all of my teaware out that I will need for ceremony, and. I sit in my space, I have a little cushion on the floor and I really just sit for a minute and I I drop in and then I put my music on and my ceremony begins. Um, it takes me anywhere from 30 minutes to two and a half hours. I've sat for two and a half hours, it totally depends on the day. If I know I have to get to work, I am um, I kind of watch how quickly my incense is burning because my incense burns for about 45 minutes. Um, and if I notice, oh shoot, it's really getting down, I need to maybe not sit for as long with each bowl, but um, it really has given me that space to be with myself. Um, it's been such a journey it was really uncomfortable in the beginning my mind I would have the worst monkey mind and I'd be thinking of all the things I had going on for the day and all of the things that had to get done and what was coming next and thinking into the you know later in the week and what's coming next weekend and what am I packing for that trip and now I am almost gosh I'm getting close to two years of sitting very regularly and I now experience like very long periods of true emptiness and nothingness. Mm -hmm. And that really is the goal Mm -hmm. to really just quiet the mind and be able to just be fully present with what is. Um, And it is such a practice. And some days are way easier than others. um, But that time and that space has been so transformational because. I no longer... The old me was very reactive, Mm -hmm. um, hyper-vigilant, hyper-independent, very controlling, very high anxiety. um, And I notice now these moments that pop up in life where I even surprise myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm insanely patient. I don't react. I mean, it's it surprises people i think my family and close friends are still getting used to mm-hmm. the different reaction in me and it just makes me giggle i'm like <laughs> surprised you look um, at me yeah i mean it's been things like a friend spilling a glass of red wine on my mm-hmm. brand new rug and the look of terror in his eyes actually made me really sad i was like the old me would have bit his head off. Mm. I would have made him so uncomfortable. I would have acted like this was the end of the world. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, it's fine. It can be cleaned up. No, Mm -hmm. it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And that's been such a gift. I think, um, how I
0: interact with people I love is so much better. Do you think that it's so for you, it's tea for others. It can be just sitting in, I mean, the tea is a form of meditation. Oh, absolutely. At the end of the day, it's meditation. Absolutely. So the importance of finding time for yourself and a modality in which it works for you. It could be Tai Chi for someone else. It could be tea for you. It could be a walk by yourself with no music or guided meditation or something. Absolutely. But that time, and I like what you said how... You know when you first started your mind was everywhere and then now after two years of basically doing the reps mm-hmm. you know i'll tie it back to fitness like you don't just decide that you're going to do 20 push-ups you have to do one and sometimes you can't do one so you have to do lap pull downs or mm-hmm. you know run a marathon you don't just get up and run a marathon you have right. to practice and so many people give up because they think oh, I'm never going to be, they don't even start because they're like, I don't, this is going to be so uncomfortable. I do not want to do it, you know, mm-hmm. forget it. I'm just going to keep being my old self. So yeah. when how do you describe that? Like, what was the, the first thing, or if you can even pinpoint, you need to talk about the red wine on the carpet, but like how it was paying off for you like was it an interaction you had with a family member was it just an inner calm and peace like what you know I think a few months in
1: I really noticed how differently I was how much different I showed up Mm -hmm. in life for my family for my friends for my business when i prioritized myself and i took care of myself first and i know that's something that you've mm-hmm. you've experienced too mm-hmm. it's it is not possible to pour from an empty cup yeah. it's just we have nothing to give when we're only giving to others before ourselves yeah um and and i do i love that i'm up before the rest of the house yeah and It's been a really sort of sweet journey watching my family because initially everyone was terrified to interrupt me. Mm -hmm. I would hear my husband just like so (laughs) quietly trying to creep out of our bedroom to go make his (laughs) coffee. And now it's like, it's such a part of the morning routine in my house Mm -hmm. that while they're fully respectful, they also know that I'm not off limits. And so if my sit runs long or I happen to sit a little bit later that morning, um, you know, my daughter sometimes is headed out the door for school at 7.30 and I'm not gonna not say goodbye to her. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll, I'll open my eyes and say, I love you, have a great day and she might even have a question for me. And it's been really cool that while they're so respectful, they also know like, okay, this is mom's time. It's her space, Mm -hmm. but she's also still here for us. Um, and sometimes my husband will make his cup of coffee and come sit at my tea table Mm -hmm. in silence with me. And I really love that. I think it's a great way for us to be connected. And then you know, depending on the day, sometimes it just it's a really great way to connect before the day starts and talk about what do you have going on, here's what we need, pick this person up at this time and um, that's actually a favorite when he comes and I, I always laugh because often he's like in his underwear with no shirt <laughs> and has his cup of coffee and you know it's like such a space of reverence for me. And I'm in my sweats, but like to look across at him in his
0: bare (laughs) chest and his chonies, it's like, it's very sweet. I love it. So you do the, I I know you brought um, something with you. So you do the tea and then what is next up in the tea? So I sit in tea and,
1: you know, that can be any amount of time. And then... Again, depending on the time I have in the morning, I love to pull oracle cards, and so I'm gonna just show these. I brought them, um, and then I'll tell you kind of my routine with my cards. These are Sacred Rebel Oracle cards. Um, you can't buy your own cards. Yes, this is important. <laughs> this is important. Um, it's it's really special if someone gives you the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I've gifted these cards to Cassie I know she loves them as well and I received mine from a very dear sweet friend Amy. Um, I was sitting with other cards and then she showed me her cards and I was like oh my god yours are amazing so um, it's a deck of cards. Um, It comes with a little book that has descriptions and for the meaning of each card Um, and I just look at it's a mess it's mine's a mess my box is a mess because i have my palo santo in here and i have books of matches in here and i i cleanse my deck you know so that it's all clear energy and good energy before i start and i spread them out and it's super intuitive and that's the other piece i would add about tea ceremony is giving me giving myself that space has completely deepened my intuition. I've always been a pretty intuitive person, but sitting in tea, things come to me, and I've started really trying to vocalize a lot of the things so my husband knows I'm not that shit. Mm-hmm. But Things. I, I mean, I just know stuff, yeah. and it's really cool. So, I run my hands over the cards, and I will typically ask a question, um, and maybe it's, "What is the message I need for today?" or mm-hmm what is what is the energy in my business right now or i'll think of specific people if i have a child that's kind of going through it what does he or she need to know or hear right now or how can i better support them in this time and i run my hands above the cards and i legit feel warmth coming from the card i'm supposed to pick Mm -hmm. i have never once chosen a card that made no sense it always is somehow tied and able to be linked back Um, If it happens to be a morning where I don't have time to do my entire routine, I have a shortened version where I think, what was the last card I pulled? Mm -hmm. And I will go into my book and just reread the description of that one Mm -hmm. card because... I feel like there's no mistakes, there's no consequences, everything is going according to plan, life is rigged in my favor, yep. and I want a reminder of what it is I'm supposed to be thinking about right now, and so, um, I always, the, la- the last card I choose, I always put it on top. It's a good reminder. Yeah. yeah. So I don't do that. Sometimes I'll put the card into the book mm-hmm. as a reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm remembering my last card very well because it was a card I had never pulled before. It's number two, Inner Truth. You should read it because you'll be like, look at you. <laughs> really good one. And that's, that's also like, I'm not in a hurry to pull right now because it is all very intuitive and it's very mm-hmm. like what do I need Mm -hmm. and right now I really feel like I need the message of inner truth and so I sat this morning in my tea ceremony I read that card again and it's a good one so so then I said you do the tea you do your cards and then what happens and then um, it depends on the day if it's one of my favorite days of the week um, a Monday or a Friday I throw on workout clothes and I head over here to the full routine and, she Pilates. and I do Pilates. Um, same with the weekends. I've been trying to really put a workout in at least one of the weekend days. Um, working out is something that I've always said I hate working out. It's been, it's been a big mind shift. Um, the old me did it to look a certain way. Uh-huh. And the new me does it because I'm really in tune with how great I feel in my body when I do it. And it's not about the scale, it's not about what I'm eating, it's not about, you know, I, I have a friend who would always say, you need to do this, you should be doing that. Mm-hmm. And and I tried to live up to that and that was her thing, not my thing. And I don't love sweating and I don't love cardio. Mm-hmm. I know you know this about me. Um, my body feels really good and it now feels i could cry again it feels like an honor and a gift Mm -hmm. to myself Mm -hmm. and not a punishment so that's been another huge shift and so i love and i still look forward to the days that i have time to come here um and if it's a work day it's straight into the shower. And then as I'm getting ready, which my morning, my maintenance, my beauty routine is very minimal. um, For being a salon owner that sells hair care products, um, I am about as minimal as they come. I wash my hair one to two days a week. I air dry it most days and then throw a little texture in it with an iron and that will then last me for four days. Um, It's dry shampoo. and. A serum, it's currently the main Ivy hair yeah, elixir was, serum. I see you guys post about it on the, on the studio. Pictures. I've already sold out, I'm waiting for another order, it's unbelievable. Um, so I'll do that in my hair, um, brush it out real good, throw some serum in it, and it's wild and musty. And I love it that way. I am a
0: stickler for my morning skincare routine. Yes, um, we, we went to Vegas together to go see Taylor Swift, and this one. At midnight or whatever night it, or whatever time it was, is sitting there with her mirror doing her uh, skincare routine at night, and then he did it again in the morning time when we yeah. were. Yeah, she is stickler, a stickler, a stickler. Um, and it pays off. Have you seen her face? Have you seen my face? Have you seen her face? <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> my face. My face. <laughs> your face and her face. Um,
1: yeah, and then and then only then do I pick up my phone. You know, I really believe that my t-sits got exponentially better yeah. when i didn't have the input of whatever information yeah. was going to come through
0: um it's a know, big thing. it's a big thing it's a big thing I, I workout time for me is part of my sacred non-negotiable routine in the morning and the days i've been trying to put my phone on do not disturb and I, when i lift there's an app that i'm using um that, that nothing comes in because i have the app open and uh-huh. It's like, as soon as I look at the phone and I start doing, it just like messes up the, the thing, the, the flow, rhythm, the rhythm, yeah. you know, I waste time, you know, the one hour workout is now either only was 30 minutes because I was spent half of it on the phone, you know, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it makes a big deal. Yeah. It's super um, pretty. if you, well, one thing I want to comment on the T just from an outsider perspective, because she. Tara's so deep in it. I just spit on myself. She's so deep in it and so, you know, talks about it so dear. She's done classes on how to pour, the meaning of the teas, etc. I would just comment on, because Tara had me come the first time about a year and a half ago, and I've been a couple more times to the Village Tea Hut, and then I've um, traveled with Tara where we've done tea out in on a deck and Big Sur, it was beautiful, Um, it's hard for me. It's like, I don't like to drink hot liquid, I don't like to drink that, you know, I was so afraid, like, I don't even drink coffee, how am I gonna get through all, you know, Mm -hmm. But I will say that the days that I do it, um, the days that I I have done it, because it's not something that I do on the regular, but the times that I've done it, I get extraordinarily grounded. Mm Kind of like very I'm sitting in there and I'm like, uh, like literally everything I need to see is in front of me, and very grounded. Um, I don't walk out normally feeling elated by any stretch of the me <laughs> <laughs> but I walk out like very clear, very grounded. Like, uh, okay. And, and hearing myself say that and hearing her talk about it, I'm like, oh, it's probably time for me to go because it's been several months or since. Uh, August mm-hmm. since I've done one because I think I went to Kelly's after um, Big Sur. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah. Remember when you yeah. served that? So, right. I, but I think it's been August, but it is, it's a very grounding practice. Um, and I think like the message is like Tara's morning routine is extraordinarily different than my routine. But the fact of the matter is we both have a routine that sets us up to be our best selves. hmm out in the world. You know, she says you can't pour from an empty cup. I say I um, take care of myself first so that I can take every care of everyone else better. Um, you know, I think that's a, a huge, huge thing. It's also, I think, such a confidence builder mm-hmm.
1: to commit to something and to see it through. And yeah. it's funny, I often wake up before my alarm mm-hmm. and I think. Oh, it's cozy in this bed, but that tea just calls me. It now is such a part of me and my routine. Yeah. I, you know, I know it was so rad to serve you in Big Sur. I've been dragging my teaware on every single trip yeah, she does. for the last <laughs> nearly two years I mean yeah. I've sat in tea in Costa Rica in Cabo in Punta Mita in Big Sur mm-hmm. just last weekend I was in Utah mm-hmm. and I sat two mornings in a Marriott hotel room with a girlfriend who was so thrilled to sit two mornings in a row with me um, I sat in Dallas I went with two other hairdressers to Dallas for a color class and we sat in tea in our hotel room in Dallas, and it's just—it changes your brain. Yeah. When you say I'm going to do this thing, and it doesn't matter what the thing is, mm-hmm. you know. We have a friend who cold plunges every mm-hmm. single morning. That's her thing. Um, we've also introduced her to tea, and she now sits in tea too. So she's got quite <laughs> she the morning t- routine. She's a tattoo artist, also. And <laughs> is also, yeah. She does all the things. Um, so it's it does change your brain mm-hmm. it it makes you realize that you can find comfort in the discomfort
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it truly has taught me that i can do hard things yeah it's not easy to drag all i get stopped at tsa every time on um, last weekend <laughs> do you have a rock in your bag and i was like no that's a petrified piece of wood it's a tea coaster for my teaware. like yeah it's a pain in the ass it's so With, worth it. Yeah. It's one of those things that, you know, sometimes the things that are the hardest are the most worth it yeah. and valuable, right? Yeah.
0: Um, we are t- that towards the end of our time together. In this podcast. Only for this one. Only for this podcast. We'll but, meet again. Um, she talked early on, I feel like, gosh, maybe I just need to have like everybody on here who doesn't drink alcohol to, like hammer home the deal. Um, we've, I think we've talked about that now in a couple different episodes and I don't want anybody who's listening to think like, oh, this is the AA podcast because it's not. <laughs> uh, I just happen to be surrounded by a lot of people who recognize uh, how much better they feel when they don't consume alcohol they feel better, they look better, they have more energy, their people like them a little bit more. So I wanted to put that disclaimer out there uh, and then plant that seed in you that this is actually kind of really a thing. So you're probably gonna hear it through a lot of the people that I will have on the podcast. because it just, it just is a thing. So if you have any questions about that, feel free to reach out to myself or to Tara. Um, I'm going to put your, where people can connect with you online, but if you want to say it, that would be great.
1: Yeah. I'm on Instagram at Tara dot Tress. Um, the salon's Instagram is at Tress Apothecary. Our website is TressApothecary.com. Yep and that's where you can find me. And Same. I love talking tea and wellness and the healthy things. habits and, the beauty and, and beauty hair. and hair,
0: so reach out. Yeah, so if you have any questions about anything that we talked about, you'll find Tara's info in the show notes, my stuff in the show notes and um again it's just the importance of finding things that you want that you like to do like the the best workout to do is the one that you actually do right um the best meditation to do is the one that you actually do uh the best you know all Figure it out, but y'all are gonna start to see how you have routines during your day, and uh, you know I, I was gonna call my Pilates studio so many different things. And I'm so glad I called it the full routine because now I just hear like, oh, you know it's part of her routine, and Lenny Kravitz. Part of my routine. I'm like, Lenny has a, Friday, has a routine, has yay! So we all have routines, and um, this podcast is becoming part of the full routines routine. So thank you so much for being thank on the you pod. for having me, and thank you for listening and or watching the pod find us on instagram all the places and that's the end of our pod thanks thanks for having me you're welcome bye